Namaste and welcome to Indian Entrepreneur. I am your host Shweta Nag. For the past 11 weeks, we featured entrepreneurs who are adding value in the performing arts field through various initiatives, innovative products, and services. We conclude this season with today's episode, and very soon we will be starting with season three, Vistara, in which the co-founders of Kalatapasya, Sohini and Sushma. will be speaking to the teachers and gurus who have been constantly engaging in sharing knowledge inspiring the younger generations and standing as role models in this field we are now on the 12th and final episode of season 2 the resilient entrepreneurs on today's episode we have mr mahesh venkateshwaran the founder of madrasana which is a platform to present carnatic music in newer ways by which the audience can enjoy the indian classical music after a successful career at a major it firm in india mr mahesh ventured in an uncharted territory bolstering his experience in the it and digital space so let's listen to him telling us about the genesis of madrasana its initial days and how he is adding value to the space by leveraging social media and using advanced technologies Namaste Mr Mahesh welcome to Indian Entrepreneur it's a pleasure talking to you today same here same here thanks for having me on 14th august 2015 you embark on a special project for your 50th birthday could you tell us about that <laughs> uh looks like uh, you 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 have gone through some of my posts uh, on facebook i guess <laughs> great uh you know uh, shwetnat to a large extent uh, what we do um as we age be it 50 plus or whatever is largely based on what we experienced during our childhood um and you take a lot of things from that so uh, in my case uh, i i live in chennai and uh, my schooling was uh, in uh, dav higher secondary school which was in gopalapuram and uh, i used to live in nanganallur which is about 20 kilometers away so uh, uh the principal of the school was a military man and uh, we are not allowed to enter the uh, the school even one minute late so uh from my place to the school i had to maneuver through three buses or one train and two buses so a lot of uh, planning has to happen to reach the school on time and for some unknown reason whether i i i i planned it or not the the whole idea of being on time and the discipline and other things got engraved in me i guess and so in hindsight now when i look back i, I looks like i've always wanted to kind of uh, look at uh, my journey across three buckets one is the 25 years to learn the second is 25 years to earn and then the next 25 years to attend to our passion and interests and all of those the first jump of the 25 from learning to earning is a natural one right i mean everybody goes through that and it's natural one the second one is a tougher part i used to work for a, a fortune company cognizant uh, i i was the managing director there and the evp there um, and everything was going fine uh, and uh, i had no complaints but i always wanted to uh, do something else and uh, i i i thought that at the age of 50 on my birthday i will quit the corporate world and not look back and just focus on things which i want to do uh which i like to do which i have not had time to focus on and look at the finer things in life 
with that intent uh, the the each was becoming louder and louder and so instead of doing it on my 50th birthday i kind of uh, advanced it to my 48th birthday and i quit on my 48th birthday and the next the next one year i decided i will just focus on my health and you know to a large extent people who are working in the it industry uh, you know they they are stressed out there's so much of uh, uh, you know work pressure and uh, the good thing is you get to travel the world but the bad thing is you only see the conference rooms and nothing else uh, so uh, i kind of uh, decided that uh, that's that life is good but i'm looking for something else so uh, i attended to my health uh, i i was really in bad shape and the 49th year was all about that and on my 50th year i said uh, i i met one of my friends and i said like hey i have a lot of things to do i i wanted to uh, uh focus on something uh that i always wanted to do which is uh, to travel travel the world travel india then i wanted to pick um, a new uh, uh skill that uh, i want to uh, you know excel in or at least for my own satisfaction so i took up photography and then i wanted to uh, this was more of a pet project i wanted to uh, uh, go into an industry which i have absolutely zero knowledge about and see if i can make an impact and as i was looking through what what is it that industry that i can focus on I, i because i like music without any rhyme or reason i said okay let me look out for something interesting in the music industry to see if i can make an impact um uh, and that was the third thing i did and the fourth thing i did was uh, still because i've been in the industry for long i wanted to keep the juice of uh, my knowledge going so i also became an angel investor and i invest on uh tech companies from time to time uh, and that I, i i i kind of bundled it and said like not more than 10 days in a year i will focus on that but the rest of the things are all for travel for all the other things so that's how the 50th year project uh, came into being uh, and one of my friends when i spoke about this to my friend he said the best thing that you can do to make sure that you don't go back on your plans is to put it on facebook then out of fear or out of all the things the pressure that you're going to get you will you will somehow manage to complete it so that's how the the 50th year project started and uh, i kind of said like every year i will do travel the alternate year i will do music and that's been going on for the past four or five years now fantastic uh, it 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 also reminds me some of the scriptures you know they say that from 25 to 50 you are grihastha and from 50 to later on you are sanyasi <laughs> so, so was, i don't uh, want to get to that yet i don't want to get to that <laughs> not yet <laughs> not yet okay so i was thinking maybe that influenced you a lot you know from the <laughs> okay yeah could you tell us about your childhood do you have a music background interesting so so uh, my mom used to sing uh, and uh, my father used to annoy people by uh, by kind of humming tunes when he gets out of a movie theater of the song that he heard during the movie or humming a raga uh, that he heard during a concert type of thing uh, nothing serious about it and uh, uh, my sister learned uh, veena so in that sense though i don't have a music background uh, there's a lot of a uh, lot of music around me but something happened when i joined uh, college uh, i went to bitspilani and uh, there i uh, i was exposed to a lot of different genres of music i met my wife there aruna and she's a singer her brother used to be my classmate he is a great singer kamesh 
and uh, the house will be always filled with the musicians from the college every time there is a vacation they all used to come and meet us so in that sense uh, uh, i was exposed i decided surrounding myself with so many musicians i might as uh, there should be at least one listener so i might as well be a listener so i started listening to a lot lot of music and that's pretty much my background on on music as such i would like to know more about the genesis of madrasana uh, after 25 years of your successful career in it you start with madrasana what's the reason behind this the whole idea of madrasana is a very interesting one it's a very very personal project so when i looked at uh, when i was thinking of industries that i can ma- make an impact and i said okay music industry because music is something which uh, which i like i started looking at those uh, those uh, genres of music that uh, i thought can uh, i i can add value to uh, so the first one year uh, the 49th year right i did sabha hopping in chennai during the december season i met a lot of uh, artists but then being a complete outsider to the industry there is no reason for a- anybody to show interest in what i do or what i want to achieve so i started taking photographs of them and on, on concerts and then i used to send it to them and then the, we had some reason to talk uh, so the conversation started that way uh, then i started meeting a lot of people just to understand what they are as as uh, as uh, as people and what drives them to take this this art space and i realized that there are a lot of uh, youngsters out there who have left uh, lucrative jobs or lucrative career paths and uh, are doing this uh, and th- that was very fascinating to me uh, how can how can you do that when you have other means of earning money and uh, that fascination grew and i i st- when i started looking at uh, the various uh, concerts in chennai i realized that, that uh, i needed a different kind of listening experience uh, i always see the musicians first 10 minutes of the show looking at the sound engineer to lower lower down the volume bring this up on mids and you know you hear all those things i used to wonder why can't we make the experience much better that was one then the uh, out of nowhere i i, I got a, a message on my facebook saying that a bunch of musicians are doing some show in one of the small auditoriums and they are raising funds for doing a documentary about the auditorium so i went and check that out uh, out of curiosity on what these guys are doing and i was blown away by these four musicians on stage one was pradeep kumar the other one was shaun rolden the third one was susha and fourth one was pravin sparsh and uh, they were raising funds for this uh, new project on arunagiri nadar's poems and they are calling it purva uh, i was so fascinated by uh, what i heard and after the show i met uh, kalyani pradeep kumar the singer's wife and i told her hey i can help and then uh, we left and nothing happened after that then after a month or so again i reached out to her and then she remembered i said oh i completely forgot and i said like where are the team i want to meet them they were going around chennai to do all the shoot of the arunagiri nadar's poems in various temples and they reached the last leg at tiruvannamalai and i said like i want to go there and be with them and see what they are doing so i got the opportunity to stay with them i saw uh, the making of uh, the documentary that they were doing and uh, through that i got introduced to shawn rolden um, who is a great music director now and uh, he has a strong uh, background in carnatic music as well and we had a great relationship uh, following that and we started uh, 
a tour uh, to Tanjavur uh, one of the years uh, during the Tyagaraja festival. So the four of us, he and his wife and me and my wife, the four of us went to that. And during that travel, we started talking about music, the situation in uh, December season and what, what worked, what didn't work. And that uh, turned out to be a, a, a very interesting uh, discussion about music that finally we both said, why don't we start something? Why don't we start something just for the sake of uh, listening to the music that the way we want? Uh, so it was a very, very personal project actually between Sean Rolden and I. And uh, we said, okay, let's, uh, let's start with uh, having concerts uh, and talk to artists. And then we have to, and I was very clear about one thing. Uh, I didn't want to repeat what others have done. Uh, and I wanted to do something different, something more. Uh, and so we, we said, yeah, we, let, let's call it mad rasna, mad being a really very powerful word of uh, what we want to do and rasna being the gentle part of the music as well. And we combined these two together and said, let's call it mad rasna. And so we came back and uh, we, we said, uh, what is different now? Everybody has done everything. And so we said, we will, we will do garden concerts. So we, uh, we, we used our uh, garden space in our house and we invited the artists and said, this is the setup, you're going to do it here. And uh, we also thought about, uh, because uh, Sean Rolden had a lot of uh, uh, connects within the music industry, it was easy for us to convince that uh, I'm, I, it's not like we are just doing it out of no reason, but there is someone who knows this industry well, who wants to do it as well. So we started the garden concerts and we wanted to go back to the artists and say, Hey, it's not just about us, but it is about you as well. And you need to gain something out of this whole thing. Um, and, and we said like, we are going to change the whole sounds soundscape. The first thing that we did was uh, we removed the monitor speakers for the artists. We said, you're not going to hear what you're singing. You, okay. The only thing that you're going to hear is the one that you hear naturally and so uh, you have the three artists. It is as though you're performing in, inside your house. Uh, and what happened as a result of that is uh, there is no difference to the artists, whether the volume is high, volume is low, because they don't care about that. All they cared about is what they are listening to next to them, which is accompanying artists. So automatically, uh, the, the percussion being loud and uh, the, the violin accompaniment being a little low, you have to adjust yourself on stage to make sure that the volume balance happens naturally. And as a result, what happened was the, the audience started listening to a very organic mix of all these sounds and they found a difference. So we said, yeah, great. Now the, the, artists, the artists came back and said, this is a very tough format. Uh, it's not easy to do it because they're used to the, the noise and the sound coming from the speakers is different, but now we have to adjust ourselves. We don't know whether we're singing loud, we're singing low. And that process itself was a very interesting exercise for them. So there is something for the artist to take away. And the audience also felt that there's something different. And we were very clear that the experience has to be very uh, unusual and not the usual uh, way they listen to music. So uh, it is an open garden. We had trees around, we lit up the trees. We started the concert around five o'clock. And it goes up to about 7.30 or so. So the, the sun was going down. So there was a change of mood uh, in the whole place. We had a lot of parakeets there. So the, the sound of the birds, everything added to the whole atmosphere. 
unfortunately chennai being chennai we have only few months where we can do this we can't do it throughout the year so we did that for close to a year about uh, 8 12 concerts i think we did it um then we realized that it's tough it's tough to uh, continue this or scale this on a regular basis that's when we said okay let's move out let's move out to stage and we said like we won't do uh, our shows in the normal stage space uh, so we started picking up unusual spaces like coffee shop uh, and other places where normally you don't listen to carnatic music and the good thing is uh, and we wanted uh, we were clear that we are appealing to the younger crowds the first time people who are listening to carnatic music to enjoy this uh, so all these spaces made them pop in and see what what is this art about they were not intimidated uh, and uh, you know uh, one of the shows uh, we invited uh, ram narayanan and uh, he was gracious enough to come and uh, li- uh, listen to the show and at the end of the show he came out and said mahesh i i have been to a lot of these shows but this is the first time i'm coming out and i look around i don't see once one familiar face uh that that kind of proved that the the audience is new uh people who came in said like hey this is my first time experiencing carnatic music and it is uh, i never knew the nuances of it it is so good and we also said no big shows it has to be extremely small extremely intimate so that there is a direct connect with the artist and the artist loved that experience as well uh so all these bundled together the brand madrasna was like created in a way that we invite new people we we do things differently we do it very intimately uh, and they expected more and more new stuff to come uh, so uh, that's how we started uh, w- working on the next uh, set of uh, projects and one of them was uh, during the december season we wanted to do something very very unique but we didn't know what that is because there are about 4000 concerts that happen what is it that we can do that others have not done before so we kind of park that idea till we are absolutely ready that we are going to do something extraordinary so as we were discussing this on uh, with some of our friends uh, one of them mentioned hey, why don't we do it why don't you think about doing this in a in a movie theater i i said like what nonsense who is going to how how can we even do it in a movie theater with all the movies going on but the good thing is we never ignored that idea so uh, someone had a connect with satyam theater and so we used him and then i went and met the owner of satyam theater in chennai which is the iconic theater here and they they said like this is exactly what we want to do we have been wanting to do something during the december season and we had no idea what to do and if you if you have idea please use our facilities and do it that was very encouraging so we for five days uh, uh, in 2018 uh we uh, had our first show of festivals of five concerts all morning concerts during the december season so we had to arrange everything at 5 am in the morning the show starts at 9 9 o'clock and by 12 o'clock we have to dismantle everything because the first show of the theater will start at noon uh and the experience was unbelievable we saw we started getting a lot of great feedback because of the movie theater acoustics the the chair you you name it the experience was uh, was five star so we kind of uh, uh, the whole idea of madrasna was was just that to try and do and give experience that uh, that is unique and uh, involving the entire ecosystem not just uh, oh this is my show come and watch but the entire ecosystem of artists and uh, well wishers and the audience everybody coming together so that's how uh, 
we started and we are in the path of keep on reinventing ourselves every year excellent so uh, it it has gone in this 4000 concerts because i have not been physically there is it like when all are very uh, small scale to large scale how is this 4000 concerts in chennai uh, oh yeah so 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 in chennai december season uh, is supposed to be one of the biggest music festivals in the world where uh, it spans uh, over a period of about 2 months every day the concerts uh, uh, across all the venues in chennai will go will start uh, early morning at 8 o'clock and go all the way up to 10 pm uh, people uh, and the, the biggest draw for these uh, events are the food uh, all the uh, auditoriums will have uh, food taken care of so you drop out you, you come out you have your uh, i mean breakfast lunch dinner everything outside and you keep doing hopping from one to the other and it's it's like a carnival it's like uh, and all all artists of all ages uh, perform during during that time and it's uh, it's a fascinating time for uh, uh, for art uh, in chennai and it's sad that for the past two years we have not been able to enjoy that uh, that environment and you know the josh that happens during that time yes interesting yeah, yeah. Uh, how has uh madrasana evolved since the time you started it right yeah so um to a large extent uh, because we are not um, we are not a business as in we we don't do this for the sake of making money or anything uh, but more to enjoy ourselves it's it's not a hobby it has become it is not a profession it has become somewhat like a professional hobby right and so we uh, we, we can do what we want uh, and we like to do things that are uh, that are out there uh, which nobody has attempted before uh, and we involve the ecosystem we involve we involve the artists uh, and so every year is a new year for us uh, and every year we we come up with new formats uh, new ways of enjoying this uh, this art form and so it's a it's a uh, sometimes uh, we uh, we kind of uh, go on the uh, on the technology front um and sometimes we push on the content front um on the technology uh, we uh, we said like yeah we will use the best uh, so all our videos that we take are all on 4k uh, at that time in fact uh, when we started the the whole video series of unplugged uh it came as a result of uh, a lot of people uh, people attending our uh, our madrasana concert the garden concerts and then they they came back and said hey i want to perform can i perform and we realized that there's only so much we can do as part of a concert format and uh, and and there's so much of talent out there so we decided we will will start doing this unplugged series where we will invite one artist and we told them you will get one song to perform but without accompaniments because we want to give importance only to the art uh, and the art form and nothing else so it's just the tambura and the artist um so that went on uh, that's still going on uh, as and when we get new set of artists we we kind of uh, shoot a series of about 10 or 12 of those artists uh, one song at a time um then we started uh, experimenting on the on the audio front uh we we, we pushed the boundary i mean obviously our uh, sound engineers are uh, e- extremely talented and they are uh, they they push push us and we push them as well and uh, as part of that we uh, we we got a series where we everything we did on that series was on uh, using the 3d ambisonic sound um then we said uh, we will push the boundaries on uh, on 360 video as well uh, it, it was okay it was more of a 
an experimentation. We we shot six of the concerts using the 360 video. We want uh, and we showcase them during some of these events when when people are standing in the queue. We didn't we don't want them to just sit there and wait for the gates to open. So we pass around the VR headsets and then they experience the the 360 virtual thing. It's more to show them the art of possible. What what are the things that you can experience in this space? Then we started experimenting on the content as well. One of the interesting things is we we ask a lot of questions to our audience, and one of them uh, came back and said, "I I listen to uh, Carnatic music during my workouts." I said, "Like wow, that's an interesting thing." So we we shot out a, a questionnaire to the audience and asked them about how many people actually listen to Carnatic music during your workouts, and we were overwhelmed by the response. We not only got the number of people who do that, but we also got in depth detail about what raga they do. and what kind of beats per second uh, uh, per per minute i have to use for marathon versus short runs versus uh, how, what kind of uh, things i listen to during my yoga exercise or painting and stuff like that so we got the activities we got uh, all of these different uh, uh, details about the individual uh, uh, individuals who l- listen to carnatic so we turned that around we got all the data and took them to the artists and said this is what people want to listen so can you create albums for workouts so we created six different albums for just to listen to it during workouts so we we kind of experiment during uh, on the content as well uh, so we kind of uh, our evolution is both uh, pushing the boundaries on the technology front on the content front and on the deployment front as well uh, we want to have we want people to have great experience while they enjoy or consume our uh, our output last one year uh, everything has been virtual so we experimented a lot of things on the platform that we can work on to push the boundaries on how they can enjoy so we uh, all our uh, uh, events were showcased on 4k streaming last year uh, we we also went outdoors to shoot uh, our uh, december festival so we keep pushing the boundaries on all fronts on the experience front on the content as well as on the technology excellent how did you choose the name and design the logo for madrasana well i mean i think uh, it it was a coin of uh, initially uh, uh, we wanted to do something with uh, our hometown so madras was there uh, so we said madras uh, ana and then we said like oh we, we we need to have two extremes one which is uh, showing really powerful image of our brand at the same time the the nuances uh, uh, of uh, the music itself so we had mad on that and rasana as the thing and uh, we had uh, we, we had sent out the uh, the whole idea to few people to come back with uh, logos most of, most of it were very corporateish and uh, we didn't really like it and then so we uh, we fell back on a good friend susha uh, who is a phenomenal illustrator uh and we asked her hey can you do something and she came back with that and uh, uh and she said like okay mad i understand what you want to do so i will paint it red and then the rasana on the other thing so that's how the whole idea of mad rasana or madras ana <laughs> the way you look at it, it it came about but now we are calling it mad rasana but it's a very beautiful logo i like the logo it has come out very yeah. good yeah great thanks did your experience in it come handy while starting madras i mean the, the intent was to get into an industry which i have no idea about 
but because uh, when i was uh, uh, in the corporate world i was managing a large portfolio on digital i, I started the digital business for for cognizant at that time and so i had a lot of experience in that area of uh, analytics and social and all that stuff so that surely helped me i mean i so we when we created we said like it's going to be a digital company as in we are not digital immigrants but digital native company so we all, all that we do has to be on the digital front the outreach that we have should be on the digital and social platforms so we gave a lot of importance to that and and then we uh, we, we started going to the youtube to facebook and insta and we're just getting on to the twitter part of it but essentially the the experience that we uh, that i carried from the previous uh, life uh, for sure helped in the way we are approaching the uh, how we brand ourselves and how we want to position ourselves in the marketplace for sure given that most of carnatic music and most other classical music is available free on the net what is your view on giving the shows for free versus ticketed program that's a good question and it's something that we we have a very strong opinion about which is uh, art should not be free people have to pay for art and uh, it's a tough one Uh, like you said everything is available free so why why should i pay for it the thing is uh, we we need the artist to be well compensated and uh, from madrasna side we were very clear about that uh, and not just uh, compensated on a one time basis but uh, give them enough opportunities and more to see if they can exploit their content in many ways so that uh, uh, it is not a one time uh, thing that they get but something more on a uh, on a sustainable basis through the content that they create so to us all our programs are ticketed but sometimes uh, like the the december season uh, that we did at satyam because of the legal implications they said we cannot charge for the shows so it had to be a free concert but even then we said that we want people to pay so what we did at that time is uh, we partnered with uh, a uh, few charity charity organizations and we told the audience hey it's a free concert but here is a way to get your free concert you contribute to them and they will give you a free pass so in 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 some form we made sure that uh, uh, people paid for the concerts in that indirect way but the good thing is uh, nobody is uh, cribbing about it nobody says no i don't want to pay for art at all uh that's a good sign uh, good sign people are willing to do uh, it's just that uh, because that whole art was sponsored uh, to a large extent uh, by the corporates the, the the mood is hey anyways i've got the money from the corporates so i might as well focus on the reach of the artist and open the doors as a free concert which is another way of looking at it my way of thinking is even in that keep a box outside so that you collect the money from people who want to pay right i mean uh, and that can go back to the artists so in, in short i think uh, we we strongly believe that art should not be free and uh, you have to do everything possible to make sure that uh, the artists are well compensated not just for uh, as a transaction but uh, as a uh, as a way by which they can keep exploiting their content over a period of time excellent can you tell us something about your new project madrasana tinch it seems to be based <laughs> on an interesting theme of five concerts five young artists and five colors ah so this this we 
this is right, right off uh, uh, top of the press i guess so the, we just released it today usually we uh, we kind of uh, announce our projects after everything is done but this one was the first exception we said we will announce it and then actually produce it so we uh, we also said this year we have not done anything and so we should do something uh, different for the young, young artists so we picked five different artists and we we said uh, we will uh, give each of them one color and they have to uh, kind of uh, come up with the content of their interpretation of that color and uh, uh, we brought in uh, an artistic director uh, vinay varanasi uh, who is helping them curate the content and we also felt that uh, we can get the help of the public so we announced it today and said uh, if anybody has any ideas on uh, any songs on why they think a particular song belongs to a particular color please tell us and we opened up a form and uh, it's been about 10 hours since we announced it and we have been getting great uh, phenomenal response i mean the the artists are having great fun looking at the, the response and said oh we didn't think of this we didn't think of that and uh, there are a lot of interesting things about uh, uh, how individuals perceive one particular raga to a color and why they perceive it to be so uh, so th- th- there's a lot of interesting things that are coming up uh, uh, reaching out to the public and so the idea is now we want to use all that uh, we are going to invite the people who have responded to this uh, on a zoom call and we want them to explain what they felt to the artist and then the artist is going to uh, create the the whole playlist of songs that they are going to perform and we have few more surprises embedded as well in the concert as well and so it's going to be an interesting one and we said the look and feel has to be different so the the the, the color will be the look and feel as well we are going to use the lights and other things based on that color uh, and we 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 also opened it up to the artists it's a, we said like hey this is your program you tell what you want and we'll make it happen so the artists are coming up with a lot of wants and and how to represent that color they want to use an artist to paint something and stuff like that so uh, it, now it's become an open canvas let's see what comes out of it it's uh, it's a pretty uh, interesting uh, phase of the project fantastic democratizing your ideas and then seeing what works what doesn't right so that's interesting now now very interesting question uh, we are at uh, coming to the business part of madrasana could you tell us about the business part of this initiative how is the business registered funding and sponsorship etc so um, as i said initially the intent was not to make money uh, that i was uh, very clear when i started i said like i it should not be a business then uh, what we go after will be entirely different instead it has to be one of quality and uh, if you do something it has to make a mark in that industry uh, and it is for the future people when i even after 50 years if they want to search for some content on carnatic music they should come to this and uh, and we looked around at that point in time to see uh, which are the things that are doing such a thing and uh, darbar is was a great inspiration for us we we uh, I, i follow them very closely look at uh, how much importance they give to the production and stuff like that and so we wanted to imbibe that and we had few other inspirations as well so to me the initial part of uh, first two years i said i won't worry about the money part uh, i will fund it anyway and let me see where it takes me uh, if it goes to a point where 
we have the permission from the public to do what we want great then we can experiment a lot more if for some reason they said ah it's fine it's one of those things and uh, we we are not able to make an impact fine we'll move out uh, so the, the the initial few years it's you know, we, are, we are we are just into our fifth or sixth year now so we're still young uh, but the initial few years i i just funded it from my pocket uh, so no expectation whatsoever but as we started uh, gaining momentum we started uh, realizing that uh, this is something that we need to continue mainly for few things one uh, are we uh, our our metrics of success was based on few things one are we getting net new audience to this art form and are we getting reach to to places which normally don't get reach for this content and we started measuring those um, and it was fascinating when, when once we started the youtube channel with the unplugged series we got messages from countries we never knew existed and said like hey this is great we are um, this is so relevant to my uh, you know we 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 got um, one of the videos uh, uh, has got about 500 600000 views or so now but uh, someone picked it up and put a cover on top of that and he added a drum beat on that and that that got about 3 million views and then someone picked up the drums part and then in, uh, transcribed the whole thing and that now has got about 8 million views and w- once it started going out we started receiving messages from brazil argentina reunion all these countries and said like hey we want to learn the what is this art form what is it called can i meet the artist when i come to india can i and that clearly told us that uh, it is it is having a wider wider reach uh, it is being recognized globally and there is relevance to the individual arts as well and there is a lot of scope for collaboration etc in future if we have to do that but that uh, that one kind of ticked that there is a global reach uh and uh, when we started doing the programs we uh, we saw youngsters uh, posting on instagram hey i am in this show and their friends responding to that saying what are you doing in a carnatic uh, you know concert so that gave us insights into oh we are getting new net new uh, people into this uh, art form as well so we got those snippets from the uh, from the audience reaction so we said like we have to continue at that point in time we realized that yeah i can keep funding it self funding it up to a certain point but if the if it has to be a sustaining aspect we need to make money um and so we said like yeah we have to make money but uh, at the same time we said like if we make enough money we have to give it back to the artist so we uh, our our process was about uh, sharing our uh, uh, the way to think about it is we spend if there is a loss we take the loss if there is a profit the artist gets the profit so that's how we we arranged it and if you run it as a business this can never work it's just because that we we are we have come to a position where we said like we're not here to make money but to help the industry a lot of things fell in place a lot of people who are like minded started coming in um our uh, uh, the the cinematic video team is uh, such a such a wonderful team they're so creative they uh they are really most sought after in the industry and if i go as an outsider and talk to them and say like hey, i want to leverage your service i know for the next 10 years i won't be able to recover the cost but they came back and said hey you're doing something special we have this special uh, team here we do our work and get our money during the normal uh, times 
but we get the josh by doing some of the special projects so we want to join you and uh, they helped us in that way uh, they, they they joined the uh, the team the same thing happened with the with the audio team as well the young guy uh, mt aditya who came to us uh, he uh, he's a young kid who can who can do magic with uh, with sound and he uh, wanted to experiment with a lot of different things that we wanted him to and so there was a connect there and say like okay i'll do anything that is that is required so it was no longer as uh, as a business where i go to amar ramesh for video or to mt aditya for sound it, they they all started becoming part of the team and they wanted to contribute their ideas and other things a lot more um so as we started expanding we realized that uh, the team that got, got formed automatically was so powerful that uh, we were we are able to project a much uh, higher quality to the outside world and lo- a lot of like minded people started coming and saying i know it's it costs a lot of money we will contribute so the friends and family circle started contributing money to the to, to the cause i had no plans of going to the corporates to ask for funding for a very simple reason that our shows always focuses on the art and the art form and nothing else so my biggest fear going to the sponsor is what will i give it give in return because i cannot have banners that white flag banner that is there in all these uh, concerts i don't like that i i want only the focus to be in the art so what can i tell them what can i give them so i never had the guts to go and ask any corporate for money but it turns out that corporates want to fund for culture and art and they want to be part of the journey as well so that was very encouraging we we got a lot of people coming forward and being part of uh, the so we the sponsorship happened organically and more importantly only when there is a, a, a very good connect with that corporate and they also want to support the cause and that's a, that's a very important thing when we look out for sponsors it's not about the money at all if if you're going to sponsors for money it's a bad deal uh, because you're going to that's the first step of making a lot of compromises a lot of compromises on your content on the way you want to deliver all of that so we kind of uh, was very careful about that and we are fortunate enough to get great uh, people who came back and said hey uh, we, our clients loved your programs and so suddenly they started feeling good about owning the program as theirs and that's exactly what we wanted from the sponsors then uh, we said we'll we'll price it we'll price uh, all the ticketed shows that we have are priced a little higher than the than the usual there were there were takers we used to have those workout sessions where we said like there's going to be only 50 people but you have to pay a premium for that and within 24 hours it will be gone it will be sold out so the people who want to pay no problems there then we started producing the videos and the audios and we put it out there and said uh, yeah uh, people can buy these out those audio albums can be found free on the net we said like no they, they, these are priced but we are sharing the profits with the artists if you truly want to help the artists buy these albums and we we kind of gave them an indication of what we expect but we opened it up on the upside you, you, if you feel strongly give them more and we were surprised that uh, a 10 dollar album getting 150 dollars um uh, in a 200 rupee thing getting 2000 rupees in fact we went back to those uh, people and said have you made a mistake by any chance and they said no 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 we love these artists and we want to do it for them so to a large extent because we approached it as appealing to the good senses of people 
we've got a lot more than what we expected and so the the money started coming in through these and uh, for everything we have uh, a, a contract with the artist where we share all the all of these with them so they they also get benefited by that and so it's a kind of uh, uh, the sponsorship i think uh, the way to think about sponsorship it has to benefit the sponsor somehow uh, and we are very particular about that we we don't want to take money unless they are serious about this show serious about our programs and they will invest time to make sure that it, they will make it as their own in terms of pricing we didn't want to compromise on the pricing we it it, it will be uh, higher you will get great great quality not just as a show but the experience is what is important it's not the show is only 2 and 1/2 hours but the lead up to that show is 2 months and those 2 months we are we constantly keep in touch with them we constantly keep sending them some insights some updates something so that they are hooked on to us and we know how um, uh, how to manage the digital space as well well so all these put together kind of uh, comes in and then we said as we were doing it we said we have to do charity work also so uh, we want to not combine the two so madrasana as a company is uh, is different and madrasana trust is different we didn't want to join those two so we created madrasana trust and we said anything that we receive in the trust all of that money will be given for charity based on certain criteria that we want to help the musicians but madrasana is where we make money to sustain and so having these two separately has worked uh, well for us instead of combining the two uh, th- there will be a fuzzy thing so we 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 are clear to tell the people the individual contributors who say that hey we want to contribute to madrasana we say we have two things if you send send it to madrasana we will use it for production if you send it to madrasana trust we will give it to charity you decide where you want to give your money and so they they have a view on what, where their money has to be spent so we kind of balance these two uh, over a period of time and uh, there's a there's a sense of uh, community also building on both sides of uh, the wheel um, so that's how we uh, we have we are organized and that's how we go after the market as well now this is very interesting business model uh, when it comes to madrasana and also the trust part it's quite interesting and both are essential legs now coming from kala tapasya and when i'm seeing with that eyes especially arts it needs two legs it can't survive just on one leg it's really uh, very innovative uh, what you said uh, mr mahesh now back in 2016 this was a relatively new idea was it challenging to convince artists uh, to come come to this idea and you know like when you are establishing contracts people are not familiar with contracts you know what is this and were there any resistance from the artist community i mean so initially the uh, we are new to the party uh, okay there's one more uh, company out there yeah i can go and do it so to a large extent it was a transactional kind of a relationship but we we were very clear that is of no use to us unless the artists feel that it is it is their show it's not interesting uh, we may have to do it uh, sometimes but it is not interesting to us so uh, so we we kind of spent a lot of time with the artists uh, uh, and surprisingly irrespective of the seniority of the artists almost everybody have come back and given a lot more to us uh, 
the effort involved in some of the shows they came back and said like hey for we've never spent so much time on any particular show this is like going on forever we are we are we are discussing every every day every week on what we need to do and it could be overwhelming for them but then they see the result they see they see what is coming out of it and they feel so proud of uh, uh, what what, uh, what they have achieved be be it senior or a junior artist and there's a lot of takeaways for them uh, we we help them in a lot of different ways especially the youngsters uh on how to get into the social platform uh how they need to think about the various uh, nuances of instagram versus youtube and stuff like that what are the various ways of uh, uh making money in the digital space um so in that sense uh, i i won't say that uh, we had any resistance back then or even now it's just that every time we do a show we we uh, we keep looking at two things what is what is it that the artists get out of this that they have not got outside or any other show and what is it that the audience is going to get that they have not experienced before as long as we have good answers for these two uh then i think we are we are okay uh, for example the matters not tinge that uh, we spoke about earlier some of them are going to sing some of the songs for the very first time right uh and because they are getting so much of content from the public uh, they are go- they said like, yeah i'm going to learn all these things and i'm going to do it so there's something some takeaways for for them in e- e- each of the things and the, you mentioned about the contracts we were very clear that yeah we have to create contracts and some of them came back and said like mail is good enough why 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 a contract uh, but we want to make it a little official to make sure that uh, everything is in black and white so we have it's not that we have done it for all, all of them yet but we are getting there we are we are slowly getting into the rhythm of making sure that there's something contractual obligation that uh, they can refer to 20 years from now they won't know wh- what happened so at least they can refer to this and know what's what's going on so yeah now coming to the next question what is your digital strategy how do you think about your audience so the uh, right now our our digital strategy is around uh, facebook youtube and instagram and we are getting into the twitter part and what we realized over the years is that the audience that come in to all these three platforms are very very different they are not the same for example uh, facebook is all about your immediate community people who like you are following you and to a large extent you don't you don't hear anything negative uh, they are very nice people uh, the comments that you receive in that are all nice there won't be any negative thing at all but it is very important to get the negative things and that you get on youtube youtube is where you have exposed your content to the world and to a large extent youtube takes care of where to present your content not necessarily to your subscribers and hence you get absolutely new people looking at your content and commenting because they they don't care about who you are they they comment about what they feel at that point in time so we've spent a lot of effort and energy reading through the youtube comments because they are in our opinion absolutely genuine as in they don't uh, they don't mince words and if you look at the analytics you will realize at least for in our case close to 85% or non subscribers who watch only 15% are subscribers and and hence those are absolutely true comments and feedback that are very important to us 
So that's that. Uh, so the YouTube strategy is very different. We want to make sure we get more and more of that. Uh, it's a, it's a good sounding board for us. Facebook, on the other hand, are great. But then we also realize that uh, if we want to bounce off ideas, we need a controlled group, and so we created a Madrasana closed group, and. I added about 20 people into that whom I know with the intent of asking them questions, creating polls and stuff like that. And it, it, though it's a private group, it is open. It's public. Anybody can wants to join can join, but I have to approve. So that was how the, we set that up. We were thrilled to see that there are about 850 or 900 people there in that group today. People who just want to be part of that group. And uh, the only thing about that group is we won't post anything other than if if i need a, a, any uh, any new idea i bounce it off there i'll put a poll including things like hey i'm going to do a show but i'm going to do it in this location what do you think is it a good location or not and i get uh, I, I get feedback and uh, at that point in time i know my captive audience oh already 25 people are right close to that place might as well do it there right and i ask them question I, i put that even before i put it onto the outside world like the madras na tinge post went into the closed group first before it went outside so all of them get to see the preview of some all the things that i'm working on and so that, that that's a huge benefit for me uh, i i use facebook in that respect to get back ideas from from my uh, facebook followers instagram on the other hand is like uh, it's the new age if you want to feel extremely good post it on instagram and look at the number of views and look at the number of emojis that come in feel good factor and that is required for all of us as well so all these three we use for three different things one is very serious one one is like uh, for for the josh of it and so we uh, and we also lo- do a lot of analysis on the type of people that come into these three platforms and that gives us uh, good balance of type of audience that you want to cater to uh, across these three and the twitter is something which we are just ca- getting started that will take some time but that's our digital strategy right now but do you fear that you know just like what happened to tiktok one day it, it can happen that both google and facebook instagram part of facebook is banned what happens to the digital content then yeah yeah it's a it's a good question i mean so anyway we have our website where we have all our uh, stuff uh, there in any case so yeah anything can happen uh, in the future um, we take one year at a time uh, we keep morphing ourselves we keep changing our strategy based on what is there if there's a new thing so the moment uh, igtv got introduced we we were the first ones to post the first carnatic song on igtunes the date was introduced so we we are open to uh, to new stuff i mean tomorrow if we may come uh, come back with a total uh, vr thing that we are ready with uh, and uh, if they start uh, uh, putting more focus on the on the vr front we may do we may start doing a lot more 360 uh, degree uh, videos as well so we are we are completely uh, not worried about what may happen in the future we have to keep reinventing ourselves and if every year is a new year and new technology coming we are thrilled we are thrilled to keep experimenting there fantastic usually we see organizers giving out programs and the audience consumes them but with madras and i see you reach out to your audience a lot more tell us about that thinking when we uh, started uh, madras now we were we were clear that we don't want to be a company that will give out programs and expect audience to consume what we give we want to be the company that is 
between the consumers and the artists and we want to talk to both the sides of the equation we want to talk to the audience get their feedback and turn to the artists and say this is what the artists uh, the audience are looking for thereby having a a, a good uh, middle path so that we can enjoy both sides of the equation of the uh, people who are consuming and people who are performing so uh, the the madrasna close group that i talked about on facebook is one such initiative where we get a lot of feedback from we also get a lot of feedback from uh, our existing uh, base through whatsapp we have a huge whatsapp uh, uh, notify group which is an admin only group where we say hey, if you want to be uh, notified of all the things that we are doing please join this group so we have unfortunately whatsapp has a limitation of about 250 so we have to keep uh, increasing the number of notify groups so we are close to about the 10th notify group right now so we have a good community there which we leverage then they said oh whatsapp is going to go away and telegram is the new thing so we started forming a telegram group and that is uh, developing quite well and all our uh, shows uh, uh, when when they join the shows uh, we, uh, we we take the permission to send emails to them so we have a good email database we uh, uh, we are very uh, uh, we, we want to make sure that we capture the uh, the feedback from our customers within a very short duration of them experiencing the program so as soon as the program is over within 5 minutes if it is virtual they'll get a mail saying oh tell me more about your experience and we want to capture that immediately um, and we ask a lot of different kinds of questions about the content about the artists about the program itself about sound quality all of that that made sense to us and that gives us a lot of insights on what uh, what the audience is looking for we never thought that uh, people will take to the home theater in a big way so the last december season when we said that we got a humongous amount of uh, messages about hey we you you have increased the sound quality so much no point and it's 4k no point uh, experiencing it in mobile tell us how i i can use my home theater system to do it so we we see that uh, people want to experience it in a grander a grander fashion and so uh, so those insights are very helpful to us uh, and uh, uh, it's email it's whatsapp it's telegram it's facebook uh, all these are forming communities and we keep uh, like the tinge uh, survey that we did we want the audience to keep telling us more and more we want them to tell us what is good what is bad what are the new things that they want in fact we and we turn around to the artists and say like hey it's not just about your concerts but if you have any great idea of something that you always wanted to do tell us and if there is uh, if there is a connect and if if you feel there is a good way of uh, managing that we will go ahead and do it so we have created new content based on uh, the artist ideas as well um, and so for us we want to be between the two we don't want to be on one side and just throw what what we got but listen to both sides of the equation and create content based on what is required and what is being consumed my next question is do you have a structure for curation process i would say that uh, uh, at this point in time it's it's all based on uh our own personal experience meaning uh we uh, we get a lot of requests from uh uh from people out there to to be part of this but we we felt that uh, the best thing to do is to experience them in some some form so we used to actually do uh, uh 
you know concert hoppings of all the new people that we have we want to feature and unless we have experienced them live on a particular show we were not uh, featuring them yet but because of pandemic and other things it's very tough to do it right now so we we kind of have a a rough way by which we we ask them to send their uh, material and after uh, we we have a small group of people who look at that uh, content and if there is a uh, match on what we want to do in the future then yeah we we invite them um it's not uh, it's not based on a structured manner where we have a committee and people apply we don't we don't do that yet uh, maybe once we become a lot more structured in the future we may do it but for now it's it's all about us uh, creating new projects every year we just take about three or four projects and say hey, these are the four things we'll focus on and if and then we start looking around and if there is a match then we just uh, reach out to them and then do it okay uh, so my next question is are you planning to expand to dance videos or other music genres like hindustani and folk yeah we keep thinking about it uh, uh, we sure want to expand ourselves uh, at some point in time it is just that uh, we always felt uh, depth is always good than breadth so we kept going down this path now we come to a place where we feel that we can experiment other genres uh, so we keep experimenting from time to time we keep experimenting uh, hindustani for some time and then again come back to this we want our followers to experience other things as well but we have still not uh, structured around or have a clarity on new genres yet uh, for sure we will do it some do something in the future dance is something that we have always uh, looked at that's something we may start off uh, for sure uh, uh, maybe after the pandemic is over but even even if we choose any of those be it hindustani or folk or whatever dance we are going to do that others have not done before uh, we sh- we sure don't want to be a me too thing where oh we also do the same thing so if we have uh, if we have an idea if we feel that uh, we'll start from the uh, from where we started madrasna for carnatic music 6 years back we'll start exactly at that same position if you are going to start a new genre and start uh, putting out there and seeing whether there is something that we can do that it's not there uh, uh, in the, in the open uh, and if we feel that there is something which we can do for sure we'll we'll get into those genres so my last question mr mahesh what's your advice for entrepreneurs entering this field well i mean i i think it uh, at the end of the day uh, uh, entrepreneurs um, if you look at specifically those who are entering into the art space it's a it's a long long journey it's not a it's not a quick one uh, you need to have a lot of patience uh, and you need to have extreme passion in this field uh, if you want to enter if you are entering from outside just uh, with a goal of uh, is there is there uh, is there money in this uh, in this field then you may you may make uh, different choices for yourself which may not be scalable uh, so you you have to have a lot of uh, extreme patience uh, and uh, not look at it in one direction but take all the components of that particular art form be it the artist or the audience along the way uh, and if you focus on not being um, the one that has got the maximum revenue but the first in the mind of your audience then automatically revenue will follow you 
that's what i would think but being a, an angel investor itself you know generally when you are talking of the invest investors on the investment you look at the industry and the market capitalization and how much it is that won't work for an art field in india if i'm correct absolutely absolutely you you can the parameters that you, you need to look at uh, are very very different uh, and uh, art is so polarized uh, as an industry it's so polarized towards few indes- a few individuals uh and and so the uh, you're looking at a very niche market and the more deep you go you're making nicher and nicher market for yourself uh and and so unless you have a very strong uh feeling towards that uh, that art form it's very difficult to uh, to be in this space but if you are one of those what you can do nobody else can do and hence it kind of works to your advantage as well um so i i would say i would encourage a lot of people to get into the space with that long vision and not a very short vision to get out of the market quickly okay thank you so much mr mahesh for the time and all the experiences of madrasanas i wish your project all the very best and thank you for coming on indian entrepreneur podcast thank you so much vetna it's a wonderful talking to you and uh, I I I've been following uh, all these series uh, as well podcast series and uh, I'm learning a lot from all those things as well so thank you for doing this uh, nobody has uh, ventured into this uh, podcast series uh, like what you have done and uh, great to know that you've uh, you've done that thank you again thank you thank you so much mr mahesh so that brings us to an end of episode 12 of season 2 the resilient entrepreneurs I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation on Indian entrepreneur. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Facebook or Instagram for quick updates. We catch you soon on our next season where we will be talking to the teachers and gurus from performing arts landscape of India. Have a good day.